Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show, or if this is your first time listening, welcome in, everybody. I am the host with the platform most, Troy here. We're back at it again, and yes, to address the elephant in the room, I know it's been a while. Um, I did not plan to not really keep up with the podcast for a little bit here, but um, unfortunately, some you know, some personal scene kind of caught him in a way, but also it's hard to kind of, I had to rethink about the structure of the podcast a bit and how I want to continue it moving forward. Uh, just because, um, your, 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 your boy can't have a guest every episode here and like still like release episodes uh, in a bi-weekly basis here. But, uh, I will promise you this, even though I do have a guest for this episode here, um, so moving forward here, you're probably going to have some episodes where I do have a guest host where we do talk about a certain games or a certain topic, but I also might have a, just a episode that I just talk about it with myself and all that stuff and just do a deep dive that I've been willing to die in to do. I'm looking at you, Balan's Wonderworld. I am looking at you with a debt, your, your night's rip off inspiring ass. I am looking at you here, but, uh. I appreciate everyone's patience here and all that stuff, but um, I you know if you if this is your first time listening for uh due to the streams like knowing if you guys saw me on you know streaming through Twitch and all that good stuff welcome in I am the host with the platform more so up and down and all around Troy here and uh, anyone who's returning back in I uh, welcome you back in and thank you guys for your understanding and patience here I promise I will try to make it a little bit more consistent in 2022 here um, and things of that nature. But thank you guys so much. And I'm excited to come back um, with this episode here. Um, originally, this was not going to be the episode I came back. But unfortunately, uh, some uh, change of plans. But I feel like this kind of still is an episode I wanted to do because it was on my back burner. Because I really am excited about this game and wanted to talk about it. And it totally fits um, like the the plat- like the games that we like to talk about on the, the, the show here. And especially we already talked about one game in the series here. So it might as well might as well uh, dive into it um, but we are talking about the 2021 nintendo and mercury steam collaboration game of the year contender critical darling one of the biggest metroid game if not the biggest metroid game in the series here y'all you love it you have probably hated because of the amount of times you have probably died and saw the game over screen thanks to those Emmys here. Yes, I am talking about the 2021 Metroid Dread.
and that's just a little glimpse of the actually the announcement trailer that dropped in e3 of 2021 announcing this game to ex that it actually was happening here and here to talk about the game with me is my good friend of the channel good friend of the channel here good friend of the show you have seen him on other episodes of the show here but we love to have him on my good friend and person i keep on using for my references without his permission alex how you doing my friend Hi, hello. I didn't even know about the uh, <laughs> references, but that's perfect. <laughs> Hi, my name is Alex. I go by Hit Harder on almost anything. So, you know, if you've seen me around, probably not. I'm, I'm, but I, I, I do sorry to break the news on that here, but I thought it'd be kind of a fun way to introduce you. So oh, perfect. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> I do apologize, but I, I wanted to get you on for this specifically because we uh, one of the first episodes we uh, I did for the show was the original Metroid, the NES version. And yes, and we, I, I suffered through that with you. Yeah, you we, we endured that together, so I thought, hey, why not talk about this game that we were probably going to talk about a little bit in our Best of 2021 episode. Yes, that is happening at some point here. Um, but go a little bit further detail, and knowing you as probably my, my friend who probably the closest to a metroid fan like that knows a little bit more of the franchise than i do uh, or yeah. metroid expert i don't know if i like like you're you're, you're definitely in that ballpark in my eyes regard regarding I, that I, I i yeah i i probably know more than i should <laughs> i just like it whenever i drop the knowledge like oh yeah have you ever read that old manga that goes over like the whole prologue of metroid what <laughs> Yeah, and what? That's my, favorite bit to, that's my favorite bit to always drop. Just like I always. Yeah, I think I've gone through almost. I haven't gone through every game in the franchise because there's like some weirder spinoffs. Yeah, I mean, Federation no Force, which is underrated yeah, in my opinion, but I know that gets a lot of hate for, you know, I uh, for understandable reasons for what it when it was announced. But we don't want to get. It's not a bad game. It's just something I never wanted. If it came out now. Like, like, if I can describe it, if that game came out now after Metroid Dread, that game would be much more well-received. Oh, yeah, it definitely but would. Literally, by that point, I think it had been, like, when was when was Corruption? So, no, so actually, the last Metro, mainline Metroid game was Other M, which I know a lot of people don't like to talk <sighs> about. For uh, and I get it. I get it. I get it. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. It's like when anyone brings up Sonic 06 to me or, like... Shadow the Hedgehog. I'm like, we don't like okay, it. Other M's not nearly as bad as Sonic 06. But it's, but it's oddly it's... more replayable. <laughs> oh, it's... I actually think that the gameplay to, to Other M is actually not that bad. Because it is... It is... Uh, I was about to a say, Team Ninja uh, game. Team Ninja. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ninja Gaiden and Neo people. Like, they can they can make a, 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 a good playing game. Like, I think it has some good parts to it. But most of it's just... Yeah. Mess. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and again, that's a whole other conversation here, and I we could definitely dive into that at some point here. Maybe we'll probably even dive into uh, it a little bit, but like, I do definitely want to, you know, let's talk about the grand return of Metroid, like probably the unexpected grand return because we originally thought it was going to be Metroid Prime Four because that wasn't been announced since 2017, which blows my freaking mind that it's been that long here, and we still don't know what that game looks like. Granted, I understand why it reset a development. It has it's it has its own Sarah Rocky issues. It, it, yeah, and like I mean, 
the the bigger one right now still for me is just the fact we got bayonetta three news at any point oh god the fact that we now have proper gameplay footage and it looks so good oh god don't get me glad that that thing is still alive i it is and it looks fantastic but again we're not here to talk about bayonetta free metroid prime 4 or any other long uh awaited nintendo game here i'm looking at you breath fusion which came out in 2002 we had 19 years yes the grand return to 2d metroid metroid dread <laughs> when you saw like i that's why i did the announcement trailer to open up the show here when you saw that announcement trailer at e3 2021 where it says and it says early on that this is metroid 5 were you like oh shit this is like because even me as not like I enjoyed the Metroid series, and I, I do admire it, because, again, like a Nintendo fanboy, I do respect for what it is. And I have played a little bit of the Metroid games here and there, primarily the Prime games, but I have played some 2D ones here and there here. Um, but, like, when I saw Metroid 5, and then when it, like, and feel like I said, if it says Metroid Dread, like, I even streamed it, and I said, if it said Metroid Dread, I'm, like, it's, I'm gonna lose it. And I'm like, oh my god, like, this is real. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it was it's it's one of those things with uh when you saw the title drop of five, I was like, oh, crap, we actually have a proper one because the last the last one actually was me uh the Metroid Two remake. Yes, which um, is from Mer uh, Mercury Steam as well, which yeah. I I really enjoy and I do want to talk about on the show one day, but I did enjoy that remake. Yeah, it's uh with that we were kind of like okay, like I finally we're finally getting a pro uh, proper one. Uh, definitely more shocked that it's dread just because. That had been a long time, like, project in development, and, like, there had been talks about it for years. Like, it, there's even an Easter egg to it in, um... Metroid Prime 3. Yeah, it was Prime 3. Um, I can't remember if it was 2 or 3 for a second. It was 3. Uh, it was 3. Yeah, I, I, had a, I, had a, I had a double check, but, I, yeah, it, it fits with 3 just because uh, it started development, to, or it started having the idea in 2006, which was around the, you know, that development circle. Mm -hmm. So, seeing a lot like just the fact that it even exists makes me happy um my expectations for the game were i'm gonna admit something my expectations for the game were fairly low i literally just i think that's fair game. like I, I we we've now it's been many years uh since 2d like 2d metroid kind of like created this whole little genre of like we have that and obviously the castlevania games um, so we had like the whole Metroidvania. Uh, I'm about to say like it's the Metroidvania genre had blew the fuck up since well, Metroid Fusion. <laughs> it it blew up when specifically we got like a lot of like the more indie game styles. Yeah, like, like in the, the early 2010s games. and late 2000s when the indie game circle was really starting to kind of yeah, well, like, make a space. Cave Story goes all the way back to Oh, like fla the Flash games, right? Like Flash. That one goes back to like 2004. Yeah, because I I, I do know Cave Story was like that first one. Yeah, Cave Story is like the original, and since then it, it became like the main, one of the main pillars of indie games. Yes. And so we we had that is Super Meat Boy. Like I do remember that was like, like over 15 years of like indie games taking the mantle of it that like now we're at the era of like all right we now have axiom verge 2 and hollow knight yep. and all these things that take it in very different and weird directions um and at this point i was just kind of sitting there and i'm like okay listen you're having to compete now with a a genre that like 
has completely expanded. You look at uh, games like Blasphemous or Iconoclasts, right? Um, and now we have this, and surprisingly, it does compete with them just by being its own self and just executing on the formula really, really well. It yes. It doesn't really do anything, like, really crazy new. It just takes everything that was done before in Metroid and just executes on it very well. <laughs> I think it's a true – it does feel like a true ele uh, evolution of Metroid 5. Like, it just yeah. does feel like an evolution of Metroid Fusion. And before we yeah. kind of dive into, like, our thoughts about the game here, I do want to, like – yeah, it's like simply like, like – yeah, Metroid, like Super Metroid, one of the greatest games of all time, and like, yeah, this this series, particularly the two D two D one, created this genre. So it's crazy that you know, and especially like how Nintendo treated Metroid for the past over a decade, you know, basically dormanting it, and like, it's it's crazy to see like this game finally being existing. And actually seeing his form. Because I, g going into Metroid Dread, I was very excited about it. Because, one, I'm just excited that it exists. Two, I was also excited from uh, uh, Mercury Steam having another crack at Metroid. Because as much as I did enjoy Metroid Samus Returns, I think it was a very good remake. I mean, I, parts of it, I think it was limited to the 3DS. The fact that it was a 2017 3DS title. Yeah, it was it was late in the 3DS life cycle. It's like that and God, uh, SMT Strange Dream yeah. Redux. Yeah, I'm about out. to say it, it lived in the it, and also it lived in the shadow of the fan remake of Metroid Two. Yeah, well, both of them are good and in different ways because I I played both of them. Yeah. Um, and the way I can describe the two of them is each of them takes because Metroid Two is a very bare bones game well yeah it's, a, it's an original game boy game like there's, it came out in 1991 <laughs> yeah there's really not much happening so it, it became like a, a very much debate on what you liked about metroid it was kind of where people were uh really can like so a lot of people like oh this was the more true experience oh well this one's like plays better or whatever and it's like honestly you kind of look at them and you look at the original and it's like the original's just this like really simple game so it's like you know i i think they're both valid interpretations yeah I no I, I agree no i just bring it it's like it had a shot my more of my biggest issue is the fact like and again i think it, i don't know if it's like truly the game's fault or the fact that it was the system that it's on and at the time it came out but it definitely feel like a first attempt like it definitely was like hey we got the kind of the keys to the uh the castle but mommy and daddy still had to like hover over us while we do our stuff and yeah. what what was i was hoping for metroid dread it's really uh, now that it's actually a truly original story original a new number entry in the series that they were able to truly kind of go nuts because i do like the gameplay and from what it, i feel like it does just feel like it plays more like a redefined metro uh samus returns on the 3ds mm -hmm. it Okay, if I were to describe quickly on Samus Returns, I know exactly the game to describe it to, which, plain enough, is another Mercury uh, Mercury Steam game, and that is uh, Castlevania uh, Mirror of Fate, which was their first and only time doing a 2D uh, Castlevania game. And That's that the one on the 3DS, right? I think it was on a few systems. Um, 
Because Lords of Shadow, they ha also had a hand on Lord of Shadow. I know it's, in, I know it's on PC, if I'm correct, because they did a whole thing where they gave out that game and then the demo for Lords of Shadow 2. Yeah, because I, I know it was like kind of like a... Mirror fate. Yeah, because it was like a companion Pete, like a companion game, like kind of like... And they, they don't do it as much now, but they definitely did it back in that early 2010s, like, you know... They have like the main console game and then they'll come out with like the little portable game that's not truly the a like that version of it but it's kind of like its own thing like they did that like with epic mickey sonic generations and stuff like that yeah. here but that one that one in particular that one like it's not a bad game it's just it felt like a first attempt at the 2d castlevania genre so once i imagine if they probably did more it would have gotten much better but you know unfortunately konami um, konami um who thankfully have been putting out their old castlevania games at least they acknowledge it yeah because there was a time they wouldn't even acknowledge their old pa 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 past franchises that wasn't a p pinko machine <laughs> i mean like i'll i'll give it credit like on the ps4 they they re-put out zone of the enders 2 and they gave it vr and if i ever got like uh, playstation vr you know for a fact that i'd be sitting there going ooh. I'm piloting Jehuti. I, I, I don't um, want to dive too far away, but I just have to say this. That's sadly, like, the probably the most attempt I have heard, probably, like, expected for Konami in the past five years. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> but, That's like, the sad thing is, like, a lot of those, a lot of those franchises <laughs> and a lot of those games I really like. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I know that pain, but uh, um, kind of back to Metroid Dread, like, I, I was, like, I, 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 I could understand the expectation being low, because, again, like, this is also, like, over a decade of like kind of some even though if you weren't like hyping it up like you know it, it was gonna have some expectations going when you confirmed that it is the fifth number entry in the 2d metroid series and mm -hmm. um especially it's from the same team that did metroid samus returns a remake which was mostly re received very well but fans still had their criticisms with it yeah, so they it was, was kind of like middling reception and not yeah. as many people played it because yeah it was came out too late end of, end of life cycle so everyone's everyone's opinions of it were like you know more word of mouth yeah of like oh this is what i heard from somebody who played this yeah like it it, it was received very well but like you know re relatively well but it definitely had some you know retractors and again it just it just came out a really weird time we and people would just take what again because again it was the first that was again the first true 2D Metroid or 2D inspired Metroid since Fusion, but this is like the next actual, you know, original entry, and and I think kind of like I was excited when I saw the trailer, and I think the more I kind of saw from this game, it kind of intrigued me more to the point I'm like, okay, I gotta get this day one, and to the point that I had to stop following the social stuff because I'm like, okay, this they're really getting into some uh, stuff that I'm like, I don't want to know about this until I play the game itself. Okay, so what were your expectations of the game? I was generally going into it, especially when Nintendo was pushing it to like be the game that launched aside the OLED model, the Switch. I generally had some good high expectations from this. I wasn't like, like what what did you want? Like specifically, was, I just, there, was there anything that you were like I need this in this game? <laughs> I I honestly I just wanted it to be just build upon what they did with Metroid Samus Returns. Just build upon what you did with that and like, you know, just redefine it and just give me a, tr a you know, a, a a good Metroidvania experience and justify, you know, that number 5 entry. You know, I I would I go, I went in generally expecting just 
a more redefined Metroid Samus Returns, if that makes sense. That's fair. I, 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 as somebody that like Fusion was the the game that I started with, Fusion and Zero Mission, I was just like, I just need something that just gives me that. Give me a bit of space horror. Give me a bit of action, and that's all I needed. And I got way more of both of those <laughs> than I initially expected. Yeah, yeah. And so like, yeah, like I yeah, I, I had generally good ex like high expectations, but I I didn't want to over the moon because again, I'm also not the biggest like I don't want to say the biggest fan of because I do enjoy the Metroid games and I do love Metroidvania, but like I I was a little spectacle spectacle, but um, obviously. We'll uh, dive into that a little bit more because uh, before we really d dive into the game, I do want to talk about the game's development because this is probably mo almost as fascinating as the game itself uh, because to the casual consumer, the casual just fan, this game is just like, oh, they finally got they finally got around to making the true follow-up to Fusion. But uh, this game has a longer history than I feel most people know about. Um, if if people if y'all even been like a cat like a deep like a like a metro like a, a metro fan like a hardcore metro fan in the mid two thousands, this game has kind of been in the the thought hemisphere since like the DS days of two thousand six, to the point that this project was mentioned in Metroid Prime Free Corruption, a two thousand and seven Nintendo Wii game. God, that's 07? That's 07, yeah. Oh, I thought that was later. Oh, man, I... Yeah, that's 07. Uh, it's August. It's it's late August of 2007. Okay. Oh. Age just hit me in a weird way. I um, I, I, I feel that. That's me every day. I thought that I was later. Up. I thought that was like 2010. No, oh, no, no, no. It's 2007. That's worse. Okay. Like again, this game started like getting conceived back in 2006. Like this this is it's been it's been through a journey here and um the, the series like kind of like the shepherd of the the series here which I can never pronounce the name right. So I'm just going to let you do it here, uh Alex, just because I feel like you could do it better than I can. Throw you which, on the spot. Uh... Which one are we talking about? Uh, uh, Sakamoto, or oh yeah, yeah, uh, Yoshio Sakamoto. Yeah, um, he like this was he was gonna wanted to pursue Dread after Other M, but Other M. Look at those sales figures. Who boy, that ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, it, it. They never like confirmed said that's the reason why the the game kind of like had a hard stop. But obviously that played a factor. Um, yeah, it was during that whole during that whole system. Well, you were you were trying to compete because that was also during like uh, when games especially started like selling. Like you would have some games selling upon like hundreds of millions of copies with something like Call of Duty or or whatsoever, and they're trying to look at like those types of sales numbers. And you're not you're not making that with other m <laughs> well not even just that you have to also keep in like nintendo this like you have to also keep in mind where nintendo was in that product like this is like still prime wii and ds which again two of the most successful systems of all time the ds being like the still like right below the ps2 and um 
oh yeah and things and like nintendo and nintendo was really pushing for that casual market even though they do like say oh yeah we care about the hard core but uh that casual market was you know they were having more success with like i mean this is during the era of new super mario brothers like sports we resort yeah which did like i keep on forgetting how well we sports resort oh yeah those games did gangbusters look at brawl yeah like even brawl brawl still like if it wasn't for ultimate um still be the most successful um uh super smash brothers game Um, brawl literally is one of the greatest selling fighting games of all time yeah like like you just have to you just have to keep like and not even just nintendo like the gaming industry because also that was a real around the time where console gamings were starting to get like start slowly go with their decline and mobile was starting to slowly go up um so it was just in that weird transition period so like where some games that probably don't even take that much resources sells like over millions which are also your call of duties and things that then that do definitely take a lot more resources with the game like other m which again i don't want to get too much into other end because this is not the game that we're talking about you know definitely takes a good sort of resources only to have the returns that it did even in a franchise that already has always been niche like even though metroid was a series that nintendo fans know about it's always been a kind of more of a secondary franchise to your mario's and zelda's yeah and it was it was a weird direction where it's like all right we're gonna take an action game company in order to make a metroid game and it was like uh uh, is that really the smartest thing i'm glad that now team ninja's really gotten their stride together with the neo series yes uh, and hopefully some more ninja gaiden please um but they keep on re-releasing those games so hopefully. they did <laughs> i'm real happy because those games are real hard <laughs> they are they are um, speaking of hard <laughs> uh, yeah. uh but yeah so we now we're kind of at this point where thankfully we are past that hump we can yeah. now just have this and it's like cool and it's, it's, it's just continue on <laughs> and um there's a great there's a great um development history video um i actually did not know about this until i like uh did some research on the game um that uh development diary that goes into it a little bit more it actually came out around the um, at e3 like it actually came out the day after the game when it's announced and i'll drop the link in the description of the episode here but it definitely goes into a little bit more further details obviously there's a gap like that's why we're kind of going over more of the gap because they kind of they, they brought brushed by this by like saying like oh yeah like you know we just never found the right you know kind of like that like pr bullshit like oh we never find the right time where it's just more like nintendo just didn't have faith in the brand like they, they just didn't want to say that and i think from what i understood metro uh even though i don't think there's really hard sales numbers samus returns to remake mercury steam uh remake of uh, samus returns sold decently well for the free yeah. ds that it for pro- 3DS end of life cycle it sold pretty well yeah so it definitely probably gave nintendo like like hope like you know i was like okay we'll let you do this for the switch especially with this with the switch like every franchise that has come to the switch has just gotten bigger numbers like even the bigger hitters like you know like for, for some reason people just keep on buying mario kart 8 i, I like i just it, it blows my mind that game it's just like uh, i don't want to get into it more on that but also like look at animal crossing like animal crossing was you know a, a little bigger niche than metroid but it still was kind of like you know it had its own little circle and then that blew the 
fuck up. Granted, there's other variables with that, but like Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild, Zelda, even though it's one of the bigger Nintendo franchises, never was like a true heavy hitter, like when it comes to sales. And Breath of the Wild just like blew the fuck up. Um, so like, you know, every, fr and even like, even smaller ones like Luigi's Mansion, like Luigi's Mansion's like shy of top 10 selling games on the Switch. Like it's a game that was like, people didn't like because it didn't star Mario back on the GameCube. It's now one of Nintendo's most bigger franchises. Like any franchise that goes to the Nintendo Switch gets that Nintendo Switch boost. So they probably like saw that opportunity. Like, okay, if there's a time to like revisit Metroid, especially with Metroid Prime 4, probably around the time they started developing of this game, the turmoil price started showing with Metroid Prime 4. Yeah, well, we don't know what the development timeline between that is. So yeah, like we. Assumptions. <laughs> yeah, this is assumptions. Like, I will have to say it is assumptions, but I feel like it definitely, like. It, it definitely does play i feel like they probably go like like okay we need to like put out something and th that's probably how dread probably got the green lit or probably really started making some headway here um and again i don't want to make assumptions because yeah we don't know the development cycle and we probably would never will because nintendo is pretty hardcore on keeping that shit to themselves <laughs> like um they're they, they rarely talk about development of games um on their end but um probably for the better <laughs> yeah probably probably for the better here but um mercury steam is like i'm glad that they got another hand but they ha definitely had a history um obviously not just with metroid samus returns but as you mentioned castlevania like the other half of the word metroidvania the other half of the genre uh yeah. which is it's really funny because their 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 hand in castlevania was very different Yes. Uh, Castlevania, their first one was Lords of, Sha Lords of Shadow 1, which uh, is more of an... I would describe it more as an uh, straight-up action game. Yes. Um, a lot of people really don't like that game. I have uh, learned. Even though it's the best-selling Castlevania game. I did not know that until I watched the Macman Muscles episode of what happened yeah. on that. And I'm it like, what? The That's the most... And it always blows my mind like where you find out the most successful game of the game's franchise. And you're it like, is... Really? <laughs> it's honestly not nearly as bad as I... Well, like, again, it's it's kind of in that... Like, I think we joked about Federation Forces earlier. It's it's in that sort of realm where... Uh, like. 2D Castlevania has a very defined idea as to what it is. Well, there's classic and there's the Metroidvania style, right? But that game is so different and it's so weird and was kind of promoted as like, this is now the new, like, this is the new direction. This is your grandfather's Castlevania. Yeah, which is really funny because it, <laughs> we actually did have those games. They yeah, were, they were still coming they, out. They were called Lament of Innocence and Curse of Darkness, which were both action games. And they weren't good. 3D Castlevania was always weird. Yeah, uh, I I, so, I remember Castlevania N64. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, God, I I almost forgot about that. The, the, the real one was Legacy of Darkness, though. Um, that one actually nearly as bad as 64. Um, that one's actually pretty good. Uh, but the 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 main thing was is that they actually took that surprisingly made an actual 3D action game with a good feeling whip. Um. I'm going to be honest here. A lot of action games with whips do not feel good. So... Oh, you can even say that? With, yeah. Yeah. Props to them on that. And 
so far, then they had to do what was it? It was it went Mirror Fate, which we already talked about, Lords of Shadow Two, which was definitely a very confused game, um, fairly unfortunate, just because they had the pressures of what Konami wanted, what they wanted to do, yada yada yada. There's a lot of information over what that game was, and really left a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths. Um, uh, and then, like, the, the next thing that people would mostly remember them for is, well, Samus Returns. Yeah, because uh, I'm about to say, from what I can see of Mercury Steam, I mean, they have hands on Project, but yeah, I think their next name, main, like, kind of name. Next thing was Samus Returns. Yeah. Which was kind of like this other thing where people were kind of, like, more middling feeling. So, in terms of everyone's expectations of Dread with them, it was, I would say it was unfortunately low. It was one of those things that, like, if you know, it was like, oh, Mercury Steam. It's like, okay, well, they, they did one thing that was pretty well, but, you know, very different. It's like, so no one really knew. No one knew what to expect. Like, no one knew what to expect. Especially to actually well. be the next. Like, and I can understand. Granted, I think there was probably a little bit of, like, comfort knowing, like, you know. Well, I can't even say comfort because Other M um, with, um, with uh, Sakamoro kind of, like, definitely still having hands in the realm of development of this game. Um, yeah, so it was, it was one of those things like it was mixed and thankfully turned out well. So I would I think yeah. well is understated. I <laughs> uh, I I this game let's just, let's just get into it. This game is fucking fantastic. <laughs> like this this is literally the be I feel the best case scenario this game could have had. Uh yeah, it's. It's definitely the best, like, in terms of if you're asking for, okay, we need to bring this franchise back, we need to reintroduce this to people, because not enough people played Samus Returns, we need to reintroduce, like, what this is about, the core tense of it, it literally executes on all fronts. It really does, um, and it, but it doesn't hold your hand, which is, like, or it doesn't feel like it holds your hand, like, it just kind of lets you get sucked into this world like any it's very visible hand holding where it knows exactly where to direct you towards something that's true um it's not nearly as like if we, if we were to talk about like let, let's talk about like the indie metroid thing is if you're talking about like hollow knight hollow knight's the definition of like eh fuck it go <laughs> like, yeah right? no i mean i love that game as much and i do, eventually do plan on talking about it on the show but i cannot i can tell you how many times i had to restart that game because i just don't know what the fuck i'm because it's it, and then if you want the even more extreme version of that, that's Axiom Verge. Axiom Verge is like, do you just want to be lost? Great. <laughs> um, so this one did a really good job in like in terms of like that sort of invisible handholding of like, okay, go here, do this. You can kind of do some different things along the way or figure some stuff out. Um, and over time, you get more and more opportunity to do that. Um, but it it. It's always, like, you always feel like you kind of know where you're going. There's yeah. a general wide idea of, like, okay, I need to go here. Okay, this is here. Okay, Emmy door. <laughs> I know what I need to go through now. No, that's true. And I, I and that, that, now thinking about that, that you're, you got, that, that's exactly right here. And even, like, going into plot-wise, which, I mean, Metroid, there's always been a plot, but it's always, you know, very told by the environment and kind of by the, you know, the game. It's the game I mean, play. Fusion, Fusion had like the whole text thing. Of, they like, did have text. Hey, this is happening. Hey, we now have like separatists inside of the inside of the military that also are trying to create more Metroid stuff. Which I know it's kind of divisive with the fan base a bit. 
I mean, I liked. I, I was okay with it. Uh, in it, the main thing is that, uh, as I think it was just like it was new at the time. Like you're like, this is not my Metroid. Like in people, like and and even then, I don't say like when I say divisive, it, it wasn't like as badly, you know, like truly divisive. It was just definitely like people were a little taken off guard. I think that's a better. The way only one that I've heard is is really divisive, or that people have problems with was other M, just because characterization yeah that that one had a lot of issues and um, like you look at adding a story was not one of them yeah fusion prime one two three like they all have fairly cohesive stories they they Um, do but i feel like with uh metroid prime at least they do it like they're definitely obviously have cutscenes to move the plot forward but a lot of the like a lot of the kind of background is more with your visor and like oh, scanning the, the, the whole war scanning and everything yeah i feel like over time they go more and more heavily into it but like fusion is a fusion is a great example just because there's so many like here's the secret code of calls that you're like not even seeing and like whatever of what's going on dread just kind of leaned into like just the fusion style where it's like okay we're gonna have moments where you talk to somebody but other than that nah <laughs> yeah when i heard the name adam for the ship's computer i was like oh god I'm like, but i'm like oh wait that's just that's i always been the ship's computer name i'm just spoiled well, by no it. no no the adam ai is what is what came in in fusion yeah yeah like yeah with you that's what i meant fusion but i'm i'm all i'm just thinking about other m i'm sorry like <laughs> no 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 the adam because adam in other m was based on the adam ai that was created in fusion um, and gets uploaded to the ship, but is not the ship's computer. There are two AIs in there. There's the ship computer, and then there's the Atom AI, which is a separate thing. Yeah. Um, I do want to get, save up the spoilers, because I definitely do want to talk about that final act of gaming here soon, of, of the game here. But, I mean, the plot oh, based... I, I mean, this is all just backstory and lore. <laughs> that's true, that's true. But, like, the plot, I mean, the game, from what it seems like, from what I understand, this game just seems like it literally picks up from the events of Metroid Fusion. Like, you know, Samus yes. is... Who's also, by the way, on the run. Like, he, like she's like now like a, kind of viewed as a criminal from the events of Metroid Fusion, right? From what I... Like... Not really. Um, I don't know. Fusion, I, no, because she's still hired by the whole thing. Uh, she's still hired by the, the military to go check out these scientific probes. The Emmys. Uh, no, because F- Fusion... So that was a weird mistranslation from Fusion. Okay. Um, That's why I was Japanese, a little confused. It's a specific, like, pact in the in the Federation that has turned traitor, and they're the ones that's doing all the stuff in Fusion. While... Because I know the yeah, ex-parasite kind of can mimic creatures, so that's why I was kind of... Yeah, and that no, was kind of like no, the no, big no. bad of fusion from one of yeah, well, like, no 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 like the whole thing with like the the federation was just it was it was a small subset not like the it wasn't the whole federation turned evil it was just like oh there's the small thing in the federation that's gone evil and then like i think it was afterward or whatever they just go yeah we solved that <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah we found them we we took care of them at some okay point. Th- that makes sense because I, I mean again like i i I admire this franchise. I do like the games that I play, but again, Federation's not evil. We're, we're not. We, yeah. They haven't done that. The Federation's still the the heroes. They're still good people. That yeah, yeah. Um, they. they this is why I brought you on because I know you know more about Metroid than I do, and I, this is why. Yeah, this is what I keep track of. <laughs> so basically, you get hired on to investigate this further, and you're kind of just, uh, you. You get away from your ship, and it's just like typical Metroid shit, you know, like, you, you gotta get back to your ship. Oh, I lost all my power-ups, I guess. I gotta get them back all again. 
you know, just the typical kind of formula, like, ain't broke, don't fix it formula. Which, I feel like I should complain about it more than I am, but honestly, it does not bother me. Because I just think the game structurally just works so well off of that. And I think you get your power-ups at the right time. That, as much as, like, yeah, I would like, it'd be kind of cool to have all your power-ups right from the get-go. And maybe for them to create new... Yeah, but that would be a completely different type of game. And yeah. Making a, a, an action, like, like... The whole thing is that feeling of progression and yes. that, that joy of finding stuff um, and getting to see like, oh, here's new powers. Here's this. Because uh, by the end game in every Metroid game, you're basically some overpowered, like, super beast. Yeah. So, oh, and they the really subbed that up in this game, which we'll definitely dive into it a little bit. The more. only things are like the, the moments in these games where they like your depowering is for the dumbest reason like what is it prime two you fall down like, uh, like oh god like, that's right you just fall down and just like you kind of hit your head and like oh lost you all your powers head, you, you, you lose everything and you're just like what, what was that prime one or prime two i can't remember honestly i forgot i haven't played prime one or two in for a long time and i would love to revisit those games at some point before four comes um, but out. you just fall down and it's like oh i lost everything <laughs> so that's more the issue is just like whatever that whatever excuse that they give for like oh you're depowered now or um in other m it was oh I, I adam needs to tell you when to use everything great thanks yeah now uh, it, it again yeah i would contribute more but the game works on it so well and i think yeah the progress it knows when to progress well and it's just it's just stru structured so beautifully and again i know this is metroidvania like it's just the genre and like again like there you got your indie scene with hollow knight that do it very well and stuff like that but it's just nice knowing that you know the kind of the one of the one of the forefathers coming back after you know kind of being in hibernation for a while coming back and just still proving that it there's a reason why metroids in the were the 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 genre of metroidvania well i think also it it differentiates itself well from each of those right agreed Hol hollow knight's not gonna have in escape sequence horror style escape sequences like alien type sequence. stuff alien sort of stuff like that's that's not the type of game it is right yes it's going to have eldritch horrors in the game but it's going to be a very different style you look at axiom verse that's going to be a very different type of game you look at something like iconoclasts just like that one's a that one's closer to metroid than probably any other because it's, it's very much like okay you're going this area to this area to this area to this area but each area is like a little bit more open and you get to explore it um that one's a really good example of like probably one of the closest ones to straight up metroid but that game's completely different in tone style gameplay yeah. everything i actually would recommend that to you i don't know if you would play that on stream but <laughs> I, I i i maybe i mean i did play metroid dread on stream and i had a lot of fun but it um no, that I, one's more of like a platformer metroid it's a good happy fun time yeah, I I, I, I might do that. I, I'm also just talking about this also how hard this game gets because, uh, man, uh, I think oh, my better time than ever just get into this, like, I did not go expect going in that Metroid Dread, I mean, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to say it because it's just overused so much, but god damn, this is, I'm not going to ninja guide in over. Yeah, <laughs> now, but not even just that, like, this game is so unforgiving like it is it does not so hold your hand once you once I'm you come honest here i actually don't think it's nearly as bad as people say it is because your checkpoint system is literally like right outside whatever room you die in no 
No, and that's the thing. I'm not complaining. I'm not. I'm honestly not complaining about. It. I actually think it's one of the game's strongest suits. Oh, oh yeah. No, I love it because I would just sit there and go like, okay, I, I, you mean I don't have to? I don't go back to a save point. I just I can. The boss actually yeah, is difficult, you, and I have to learn it. But I can just keep going back and doing it over and over again. Or even just, just the Emmys. Like you're just you go back to the room before you you encounter them. Like yeah. Oh yeah. Half the time I just be like, yeah, fucking just kill me, and I'm just gonna do a better run. It, yeah. It, it, it was like the fastest roguelike ever, and I'm just like, oh, fuck it, let's just go, run, do it, <laughs> just, no. just do it better. Um, no, I, actually, the the fact, like, the thing that I have to praise the most is just the checkpoint system. It's so forgiving, and they since they but it doesn't feel like, cheap. Um, it feels like it makes sense. Like, hey, yeah. like, could they know? Like, hey, you're probably not gonna get this on the first time, and it's not like you know. J I think why the difficulty gets so it's such a I want to say touchy touchy subject with gaming is because people don't want to feel like they're playing games that are artificial and stuff like that and honestly i never feel like this was artificial hard or like you know difficult yeah. like it felt genuine like it, i never truly like it when i die i felt like it was my fault not the game's fault well it's like death should not it's kind of like the mentality of death should not be considered failure it should be considered a learning experience exactly but like some games like it's legitimately failure or it's a legitimate detriment to whatever you're doing so it's a, it's a weird mixed ground of like where you are of like okay you died um go back to the start of the level does that benefit me in any way like a roguelike no you're just going back to the start of the lo level thanks and that's, yeah. that's something that's just like it just becomes time consuming instead of like you're getting a different experience every time you do it no exactly so, and i mean i, I can because I'm eventually probably going to talk about it like in my Ratchet and Clank episode about the final boss in Ratchet and Clank 2002. Um, like just yeah, you had a fun time with that. Oh, one. that took me way too long to beat that boss. Um, uh, but yeah, like that that that's the thing. And I think difficulty because it also comes to like what you want from a game. And sometimes pe gamers and again, I don't think this is wrong because I do hate the dip. Like oh, like I need a challenge in my game. That's why I have to play difficult, like hard, like like the hardest difficulties of like the biggest dick contest, like. Dude, let people play what they want. And sometimes people go into the games expecting not, like, they don't expect games to be this hard. And if you're wanting, like, a casual experience or something that, you know, you know, maybe not as difficult, it's hard for me to recommend Metroid Dread to you because... Oh, yeah, totally. Because this is a game that, like, it holds your hand very briefly, but it, it lets you just go off your own devices. Oh no! It has well. It it has legitimate things that you have to have reflexes for. It has legitimate things that yeah. you have to you, you have to have a certain amount of like physical ability in order to do. This is uh, this is why I do appreciate variable difficulties. Yes. Um, games that have like uh, I forget which one. It was one one of the racing games. Maybe it was Forza or something where they do have something that like if if you have trouble in terms of reflexing they will let you run the game slower it might have been forza because microsoft's pretty good about that oh uh, microsoft's amazing at it I, like i, I will commend them with that yeah like they're very good with like accessibility um, options like you like you joke i'm the kind of guy that explicitly goes yeah no i'm gonna throw this game on the hardest difficulty we're uh, like devil may cry i'm gonna put this thing on turbo mode it becomes 20 percent faster like, i get that though like i, I want to play it in the most extreme Wait, setting i'm not calling you out for simply i'm calling out people oh, who do know. that but like they, they throw their you know their dick around like oh that's the only time i play it type stuff like you can't you're not truly playing the game it's just like let people enjoy the freaking game you should be happy that Somebody's, they're even playing this franchise <laughs> one person's easy is another person's hard and that's the thing that people don't understand exactly and it's i like, did oh sorry 
yeah no but like that's exactly the thing this is the reason why it's like at least in a, like okay let's let's talk a game like i know this one's gonna get brought up and that's dark souls um yeah dark that's the one i was trying to avoid by saying but yeah let's just well like it. the reason why dark souls is able to do this sort of stuff is a that game's actually not nearly as combat focused as you might think and it's B, not um the game's an rpg it has leveling like it has things it, it has you can actually power level the game like it just reminds me of an nes game like it straight up does remind me of the nes legend of zelda but it actually you know made in that era of xbox 360 ps3 like um, where it I, was more like the comp like the the combat itself is not really a focus it's more like the adventure that you're going on i mean like even still it is fairly much a metroidvania style game in terms of its like level layouts you could say that yeah like you're you're actually not wrong it's fully interconnected you're not, you're it's, not. You, you can go through and like you open up little little things if you know how to make a run you can uh easily uh open up a shortcut without getting hit <laughs> and just not fighting oh uh, i i know there's some crazy shit you can do in dark so and i'm actually generally excited like low-key excited for elden ring like i'm probably gonna pick, play that oh it's gonna be interesting i am I'm but sorry oh yeah no i'm just interested to see what they do with the the whole idea but yeah, but um, they get back into the difficulty. Why I bring up the difficulty like that, because I actually, I think why it made me enjoy Metroid Dread more, because it made me want to continue, like, actually overcome that. And, like, I don't feel like I was cheaped out. Like, I felt like the deaths were on me, or, like, okay, it's like, okay, I didn't do this right. Like, especially with the boss battles, which, honestly, are some of the best bosses I have played in games in a while. Like, there's... Yeah, in terms of 2D boss battles, it, it's not... They're not, like, not like, anything that's pushing new ground, but they are just really fucking well done. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where um, there's there's just enough in a lot of them that's like, okay, uh, once I figure this out, I have it down, and you're good. And I do appreciate that there are there's two boss fights that do have some secret ways to, uh, to kill yeah. them, and I, I always love that. Um, but the... Uh, I would say final boss probably has the most amount of like i always love boss fights that have a good amount of back and forth between you and the enemy and yeah. i and it's not just stuff happening on screen um i greatly appreciate the last one because it it, it definitely feels like there's a good amount of back and forth oh man yourself and the opponent i um, mean the final boss is like spoiler alert it's my favorite battle in the game like that like to oh, me that was like i'm like if, if you need a lesson on how to end a game uh metroid that's it definitely should be like up on the list <laughs> that one was probably the only one that took me like a significant amount of time because i i played and beat the game in two days damn it I, took me I, a little I, bit but granted i'm I also not a marathoned it so, oh man no i was like marathoning it <laughs> i know some people who did that because like i mean people were waiting for this game so i completely especially when the hype was like oh shit this game is actually great like when mm -hmm. the early word came out came out like i think that just really people were like okay we gotta fucking jump into it oh i had that thing pre-ordered and i was like well <laughs> same i got a bit physical physically delivered to me day one popped in it popped it in and stuff like that um yeah, it's just so good. Like, the difficulty, I think it's great. It, it maybe just, like, I like that challenge. And it's, again, I, it kind of goes with Metroidvania. But with something like with Hollow Knight, where it feels like if I step away from it for a while, or, you know, just, I, I can kind of lose track. Where Metro, Even though, like, I still have to, like, kind of adjust to my ground a bit, I can kind of pick up where I last left off. 
where yeah I, I, and they do like little things that refresh your brain in terms of like hey this is where you is like there's nice little convenience features for that like a quality of life exactly. improvements to the whole formula that's if i'm gonna again if i'm gonna say anything about this game it's polish it's right? very polish you go through everything feels like no matter what you you kind of know where you're going and if it's been a while it can give you a reminder um the checkpoint system is incredibly well polished for keeping you like knowing exactly where you are like you're never you're never too far behind where you last died um every single move feels good to use um <laughs> it's it honestly is just and like almost every fight's fun right yeah every boss and bosses just every single fight you're just having even like the even the small encounters like of the enemies yeah. like there there's in some small enjoyment from it like it, you, you you hit the nail on the head like this is a very polished game like this is like even like my small issues with this game it's and it's not because like it's bad it's just because of the franchise it's in <laughs> like, like for me those are probably friends well what are like, your issues this is what i'm this is what i'm interested well, in what are one your of, issues with the game? one yeah. of my small issues with the game and again and i and i don't even think it's like a like anything to really knock it down it's just because of like this franchise has some of the like greatest piece of video game music to date i wasn't i like the ost and i think it does its job very phenomenally well but there's not anything that really stuck out to me oh see i really like the ost really i i i think it does a great job building the like again like i think like this is me nitpicking like it's not even like me like like saying it's bad. I don't even think it's bad. I think it's fantastic, like great on its own right. It builds up the atmosphere like really well and stuff like that. And especially with the sound design, like God, the sound design is really well done. See, but that's exactly what what I'm thinking is like, at least for me with Metroid, a lot of Metroid music is actually very, very very subdued. A lot of times when people think like, oh yeah, create like the most of the time when they think about Metroid music, they actually think of like the Smash Bros. versions of those. That's probably like, maybe why I'm kind of giving this a little orchestrated, big and bombastic. But like, a lot of times when you like, even if you go prime, right? Um, like, a lot of those are very dark and subdued, right? They're they're very low key, um, and so when I kind of went into it and like it had more of that like horror style low key atmospheric very interesting like atmospheres and textures I was a big fan I know that um uh, Kenji Yamamoto was the audio director for uh yes. for the whole thing which uh, he goes back all the way to super um uh, but the two composers that they brought on uh were Soshi Abe and uh, uh was it uh, Sayaka Doi if I'm yeah, correct that is correct their names well um, and they haven't even been at Nintendo for that long. Um, both of them only have like a few credits at Nintendo under their belt. Um, Abe working on like Pikmin 3, brain training for the Nintendo Switch, a little bit of all, uh, work on Ultimate and Breath of the Wild. Uh, so they haven't, like, they're, they're relatively new. Like, came in like around the Wii U days. Y yeah, like, they're, they're mostly just Switch and, uh, 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 Doi, if I'm correct really started with like mario maker 2 and worked a bit on like new horizons so they're both fairly new in terms of like this franchise and the sound and even really pushing on this um and and i think and that's why i say it's, yeah no like that's why i said like 
to me, like, I feel like I'm unfairly, like, even, like, like it's just one of those scenes. It I'm could like, also just be a stylistic thing. Yeah, like, it, it could just not a grab. But I do recognize that it's fantastic, and it works for the game that it is. And maybe it's just me being spoiled with just, you know, Smash Brothers. Because like, I'm, not, I'm not even going to fucking lie here. I'm probably more exposed to Metroid from Smash Brothers than the actual series itself. Yeah, um, that's fair. Yeah, like that's like, and again, that's how a lot like people kind of forget. That may be a lot of reasons why people even jump into other franchises with uh, because of Smash Brothers. But like, Who's yeah, this Terry Bogard, man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. God, I did put that uh, amiibo on my wish list, so maybe one day. <laughs> oh. um, I feel like I should get that, but I don't have much. It's just like I'll just play him in every it, game. <laughs> yeah, there's um, it's not too bad, but you know, amiibos can be really rare. But I get, I digress. But yeah, like that's what I love about like. I mean, this particular era of Nintendo, but like what other, what particularly with Dread is just like, it feels like, you know, the, you know, the, the, the shepherds of a series still being around to like, you know, handle it, but also letting the, the, the new generation come in and kind of mm -hmm. put their reason, like their tinks on like what made this genre. It's that's great. It's, it's <laughs> It's a nice little moving along where it's like, okay, good. We're, we're, we're getting a little bit of new stuff. We have a good bit of old, um, both in terms of development and like who, like who's working on it and ideas. Uh, I feel like the only, the, the only thing I, I ever found to be, I didn't even think that this is a complaint. I just found it to be funny to me. Yeah. Um, is, is slightly in the art direction. And uh, since it's like a sci-fi, like there's a lot of neon lights, there's a lot of bright things. But for some reason, every time I looked at, there were certain moments where like there was almost the bloom effect. And all I could think was the 360 era when there would be so much bloom. <laughs> that, oh God. Maybe this uh, is me spoiled. Cause I, cause I did play this like right little after um, Sonic Colors Ultimate, the Switch version particularly. And God damn they love that bloom effect to the point that it did remind me of that 360 era where oh yeah like you get that or um uh, the ones that i always go back to are uh, uh in the first near and in uh devil may cry 4 they're both of them have a moment where like uh you go out like in, in dmc4 you're going out to uh uh like a boating area and it's it's there's a, a little boat city in uh near and at both times the sun is the brightest fucking thing in the world <laughs> It's yeah. like you just turn a corner and you're like, oh god. Yeah, no, I do <laughs> like, remember that era. No, I mean that's what I thought. I thought I didn't really have it that much with this game, and I actually would kind of like the art direction. I would kind of say it's like, oh, it's not as like you know, it does kind of have that, like you know, I don't want to say bland because that's not the word. No, uh, I really like I like I love the art direction in the yeah. game. Yeah, like, I, it's, or is this the same scenery, like, the same kind of, like, spaceship, you know, kind of, like, um, abandoned space station type stuff? I mean, it's, it's what you had to do to reintroduce the franchise. No, it made like, sense, and I, I don't criticize for it. In fact, I actually think they did an amazing job of, like, you know, braiding the old with new, and even, like, the, there is a lot of variety in this game. Like, you go to, like, a... There's a fucking jungle part of this game, which I didn't even expect going in. I'm like... And it's, like, beautifully, like, the pleasant to look at. It's actually probably you my... Get to, you get to the water area, which is, you know, different from how many water areas look. You get, um... And one of the things I appreciated is, um... A lot of times, uh... Some of the best moments in, in like... Go back to, like, Fusion, right? Um, you'd go back through an area and it's slightly changed and they did that a good bit in this game. 
yes. where it's like you would go back through and areas have changed. Like there is a significant... It, especially when you get a certain part of the game where, you know, the vents from Fusion's finally starting to kind of catch up again. Oh, yes. Um, but the even still with environments, like, okay, remember that fire area you were in? Yeah. Um, kind of got frozen over. What? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I like that. I and, I, and and again, it reminded me of kind of like, you know, like, again, because Metroid had never always, has never shied away from that. Like, even tech, oh, even, yeah, no, even from the original game. game yeah. it, it's, it's a polish version of what was in, like, Fusion and Super and all these all these earlier things. Emmys are just the SAX, just way more polished up. I, I And you mentioned Emmys, and we haven't even really talked about it, and I feel like we should, because... Fuck, man. Those, like, I'm not gonna lie. I think when you think of Metroid Dread, there's a reason why they're on the box. There's a reason why uh, they have their own Amiibos along with, like, this version of Samus's suit. They're a very memorable encounter. I am so happy. For a very long time, I had a theory that they were gonna be weird clones of Mecha Ridley. And I am very happy to be proven wrong. I'm glad that, that they're their own thing. Later. That might be right. Oh yeah, later. Uh, give give them time. They... On this statement. Oh god, that's gonna be poorly aged. Um, but all I could think was, I'm very glad that they were at least in this game. They were their own things. Like Ridley wasn't even in the game. <laughs> Spoilers, but like I know I I'm sorry. I was actually here. expecting like how they're gonna f found a way to uh, shoehorn Ridley, and I was genuinely surprised that they. And did. I love Ridley. I love him to death. But I, I mean, we, we got him in the Smash. Remember when they? Oh, he's too big for Smash. <laughs> yeah, and I like I, I I love him in that game. He's just an angry. He's just an angry pterodactyl who just in, who chooses not to talk half the time. <laughs> I, I keep on forgetting he actually can talk, but it's just like oh, fuck, yeah. fuck he, you. He's well spoken too. Yeah. But no, I'm glad that they, like, that's why I want to bring the Emmys, because I really love their encounters. And you face them quite a bit in this game. Like, it's a pretty regular, like, once you, like, discover a new zone, a new area going back to your ship, you will probably more likely encounter a new version of the Emmy. And every, every, yeah, every new zone has some new enemy with some new gimmick. And you're just learning, okay, how do I deal with this? How do I get away? What do I, what are my tools? And it just forces you to use your... My favorite thing is that every single one of them forces you to use your tools in different ways. Exactly. Yeah, like... And that's why, like you said, it's a gimmick. But it doesn't feel gimmicky. It feels like a progression of like, okay, what did I've learned like, so oh, far? And how can I use that to beat this? This is your new puzzle. Yeah. Solve it. Get around it. You have to, you have to get around this puzzle. Similar to, like, you have... Um, you know, things like the, like with the SAX in Fusion, um, there was only really one or two things you could ever do to it, right? Yeah. Um, and the thing with this is that there was, due to the, like, amount of movement options you would get or new stealth things or what you could do, there was a lot more in terms of like, okay, I can kind of mess around with this. And compared to the SAX, they definitely felt a lot more effective at what they do because mm -hmm. it was real easy to make the sax just like bug out or run around or do something stupid but with these it's like nope no nope. yeah no it's this i i it's just 
yeah, like I really liked the Emmy encounter. Like they were like I could see why they were like front and center and like stuff like that. And they 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 they're just fantastic. They're they're challenging, but they're fun. Yeah, it's like a fun new puzzle to do every time. Um, and yeah, I get tense as fuck with that music. Like you know when I hear the the robot beats and that music, and I'm like, oh shit, this is when I gotta like fucking run for my goddamn life. But it feels like a fret. Like it feels like it just it it's just. It's hard to describe. Not it's hard to describe. I'm just not finding the w- right words to say. But it just truly build on why I think personally to me why I enjoy these kind of games. Um, it's just that isolation and just kind of realizing like, oh shit, there's this threat that's more powerful than me. How can I maneuver it with the skills that I have so far? Yeah, and I appreciate the fact the Emmys are not like this overtly terrifying monstrous force instead they are literally just no these are just sent as probes like we sent them as like that that's what they look like they're not they're not like actually like frightening what makes them frightening is the fact that they're unstoppable super beasts like the, kill you. i mean the, honestly to me some of their encounters are still and not, not even the, t- the shit talk yeah and not even like the shit talk like the boss battles because i really like the boss battle but like uh, most emmys encounters in this game are like some of my favorite encounters period in the game just because it just tests my reflexes tests my skills and yeah like i like their and i even like their design like they're really well designed like it's just it, i i i cannot sing the praises of the game i even made a joke around halloween because the this game came out in October. Uh, like when I was playing for it, like uh, people were like talking about like the you know the creature like you know scariest creature design. May I throw this new? Uh, may I throw this new contender into the list? <laughs> it's just a picture of the Emmys. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting because um, okay, if I can describe it, the Metroid franchise has always been tech versus like alien horror. Yeah, like if you go back to it. Um, it goes like Metroid One. Uh, uh, you're just fighting against like, kind of. Well, Mother Brain's a bit of a fusion, but like, um, most of the weird alien horrors and like the Metroids and such. You get to Metroid Two, and you're just straight up hunting Metroids. You get to Super, yeah. and you know, same thing again with Mother Brain. But like, most of them start getting like, way more horry. Four, four is where it starts to become a weird middle ground, <laughs> and then we get to. Now five, and the uh, the roles have been reversed. <laughs> yeah, it definitely has. Like, oh, the, the, the tech is now the other side. We are now the body horror. Hi, hello. And that's, <laughs> I, and I think that's when the game truly grabbed me. It's when you get to that hook, when you get to that part of the game, which is pretty into the game. Like, from the get go, it's like, hey, the, the, like back in fusion. I just think you remember it's like. All right, Samus now has Metroid DNA inside her, and it's like... I, I, and I keep on forgetting that, but I was talking more, like, when you kind of get more into the game. Because, again, like, it, it definitely does do that, but when they actually bring back the ex-Parasite... Oh, yeah. Like, in a significant way in the story, I... That's when I feel like the game truly started to just... Like, I'm like, oh, right, I'm fully invested now. Burn this, gra- burn this to the ground. All right. Yeah, we got, like... Yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's fucking go. Especially because the one person that helped you, like, who gave you some sort of sympathy, and then it's like, you have to find her. Exterminatus is, must be, must be necessary in this moment. Yeah. <laughs> we need to blow up the planet. There was yeah. no turning back. There is no turning back. Like, God, this game is like, 
again, it's just very polished. Like, any, like even like small nitpicks here and there. Like, I, I would even tell you that I don't even think their problem with the game is just this game is just really well made. It's just honestly, this I cannot. This is such a perfect return to form for the franchise, and not even just the franchise. Just shows like, hey, there's a reason why Metroid's still viewed as the pinnacle of Metroidvanias. Like, yeah, it's it's okay. It's it. What's nice is that everything in the game you can truly bring it back to, like, if I'm I'm just gonna say Super Infusion because yes. I'm, I'm barely gonna even talk about one and two. Um, yeah, I, I think that's fair. <laughs> uh, and I, I mean, two original. I'm not like we can talk about Samus Returns, but yeah, uh, yeah, not because they're bad game or like the original. It's just like as we said in our original Metroid NES game, it's just a game that easily showed his age. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like everything you can turn back to and go like, okay, what about this? Okay, well, there's a little bit nonlinear explanation that goes back to Super. Okay, well, what about this? Okay, there's you talk about like the horror elements that goes straight straight back to fusion okay well the way the areas are designated and set out there's a little bit of like the way fusion works there's a little bit of the way that um there's not really like the same level of central hub you can go through areas differently uh much like super yes um there are different ways to enter and exit through you start learning like secret paths are off the uh off the screen um every every little thing you can go back to those games. Yeah. Um, mechanics are still building off of those and build off of Samus Returns that add in like the melee moves. And we started getting things- Which like I love that melee mood a lot. We like... can now actually, uh, why can't Metroid crawl? Uh, guess what? Metroid can now crawl. Um... <laughs> that honestly blew my mind. I was like, wait, it actually took me a while to realize like, wait, did I just do that? And it's like, I've been Metroid doing this in game. Crawl. Yeah. And... It, every little thing is just an expansion and what's nice about the game is that it does catch you up on what you need to know about the plot it it gives you everything so if you if you ask me like hey this is my first game in the franchise should i like should i play this one i just sit there and say yeah just i i actually would go back to a checkpoint a few good few times i, I would i would recommend because uh because even to me like i even though i have played games in the franchise i would say this is like my first true deep dive into the 2d one outside of like our my revisit to the the original nes because i briefly played like zero mission fusion like all like all the other and even samus returns but like outside of like samus returns and the nes metroid i never truly got the chance to beat them and this one and me as a casual fan i just ate this shit up like i this was a game that i just this is the only thing I could think about. This is a game I only wanted to play for a while, and this is like coming out during a time where there were so many other games that like were trying to grab my attention. Here, this came out around the same time as the Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania remake. Damn it! And I love me some Super Monkey Ball, but fuck, Metroid Dread got my attention, and it, and it's just it, I would recommend it. Like if you're curious about the franchise, I will definitely say, be prepared to like you know, hey, it's gonna be difficult it's not an easy game but it's not unfair and you do have a good amount of checkpoints that will like you know you're not losing a lot of progress and you're able to pick it up like i would recommend this if you're easily interested in the franchise and and this is your first like most accessible way to get into it i would definitely recommend it 
Yeah, non-spoiler review, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's, it's great. What everyone has to say about it. Like, there's a reason why it won awards. There's a reason why, if you're listening to two schmucks on the internet for some ungodly yeah. reason. Yeah, um, exactly. What we have to say is just the same as every, uh, as uh, almost on that same line. It's like, it is that sort of thing of like, okay, well, what is there to say other than, it's, hey, it's good. really damn good. Like, the only, again, I think, my small criticism, like, the only one that comes close to the big ones, we kind of talk about it, is just it does owe its a lot of identity to the previous games, and it doesn't really do anything truly new. But at the same time, I don't think that was really the game's intent or ever really tried to go for, because it's kind of like a, a, a franchise that's been dormant for a while, like, coming back to the forefront and just, you know, sticking to its guns and reminding you why, you know, it's just... The, fra the franchise that it is and the genre that it is. The one thing I'll give it is, in terms of new, it did introduce all of some new stuff into its story and plot and lore, and I will happily take that, because... That's the, towards the, the... Definitely goes towards the end, which we can definitely the, talk about. The one thing is, is that you're... you're in terms of reestablishes mechanics, adds a lot of new moves, right? If we were talking about new stuff, it, it, it does it go crazy, but it's still... It's very subtle. It's very subtle. To it. Yeah, like, I mean, it's... be clear... I'll go ahead and spoil this. Dash mechanic feels fucking oh, good, Oh, God. The dash mechanic's so fun. And, like, you, you like, the super dash. And even, like, when you do it, like, a vertical, like, when you go upwards. Like, oh, yeah. God, everything about that feels so damn good. And, again, like, it does add new stuff to it. But, yeah, it's very subtle. It doesn't do, like, any. about more of the, the quick step. Um, oh, that's. Like, we've had things, like, the, um, like the, the shine spark goes back. Like, we've had the shine spark for years. Yeah. But, like. Now we're getting things that utilize the quick step, which like is almost a Castlevania thing, if you think about it, because the quick step has been around since like Symphony of the Night, but now you can chain it into itself and do it in the air. <laughs> it, it, dude, there's some cool combos you can do, and I've seen some crazy speed runs of this game, which I'm glad that it already exists. About like, okay, we're recording. Oh, this, this game is built for speed running. It totally is, and I think that's why it's gonna have legs. Like this. This like I even know people who straight up said like they haven't played Metroid Dread or don't really plan to just because they don't have a Switch, but would watch speedruns on this on Twitch or like mm -hmm. because they're just that entertaining because you can do some really crazy and amazing things with this game. Thankfully, they 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 knew where to kind of go. Okay, we're gonna direct you, but like if you want to start messing around, feel free. Go ahead. Um, yeah, it's. There's there's a good reason why it's it's that good. Why is it good? Uh, they refined everything in the process. And, and I think that's just what they needed to do. Like, not every game has to re revolutionize the wheel. And I'll probably di dive into this a little bit more in my best the best of twenty twenty one episode because I do have this. I do see this argument a lot, especially when the game awards come around. When I actually was saying like I would not be shocked if Metroid Dread won Game of the Year. Like I to me I'm like I knew a lot of people in like the internet circle who were just couldn't shut up about this game and just like loving it and it was getting all the great reviews and things of that nature here the issue like a lot of people is just the thing it was like death loop which i if i if it wasn't a sony or P pc exclusive i probably would have played it by now because i really want i i really like uh, I'm actually shocked at one game of the year to be perfectly honest you already got nominated surprised. i was not shocked because i the was not surprised by the nomination i was surprised it won <laughs> oh it didn't win game of the year it won um at the game no, it won, won best narrative weirdly it, enough <laughs> no i don't think it won but no that was guardians of Galaxy. it won best action adventure game which if oh, i was said right. if, if, yeah, nominated for best narrative which still kind of surprised me yeah that one kind of surprised me a little bit too but um 
I actually did say if there's going to be one genre, even Psychonauts 2, which is another game I absolutely fucking adored um, this year. Um, it was going against, but I would say, like, if I had to pick, especially that name of genre, which, again, goes kind of very vague. Metroid, I think this is, like I said, this is probably the closest Metroid Dread has the shot of winning something, and it did. Um, yeah. But, like, I, 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 it just... It, People, I think, expect. <laughs> yeah, people expect so like every, especially with a franchise like Metroid Dread, where it's so, like it's so like it's like big and it's like such a pioneer of just the genre that it's in. That if it's not pushing it forward in some, you know, like some new and interesting way, that it's kind of considered a failure. Which I don't think that's necessarily the case for any game. It doesn't. <laughs> Your expectations and my expectations are very different. My expectations are this game is good and but doesn't sell well. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But I mean, my expectations for this franchise is usually, oh yeah, this game is really good. Uh, how much did it sell? <laughs> Which I mean, we even not talked about how like the juggernaut this game has uh, became. Sales the like. fact it actually sold well is still the most surprising thing in my eyes. Not even just that. The fact that this game sold well, but it brought a so new interest in the genre that even like the fucking Wii U virtual console version of like the old games were experiencing spikes. <laughs> like, what the fuck? This, like, I didn't expect this to be the Metroid game that really bring back Metroid to the forefront. To the point that like, if there's not a new follow-up like in development or in the pre-production stage i'd be really surprised because it blows my mind like this like th this is literally the best case scenario for this game like i don't think you could have even got it any better like regarding like success wise like to the point that it even brought up spike to the wii you know the wii u virtual console and 3ds virtual console version of the older games because people were like it did <laughs> yeah it, it, they, they experienced like a 200 percent uh increase of sales from the virtual console versions of the old metroid games because 200 percent increase so it went from uh two sales to uh yeah to granted take, take take that as you will because again like how many people are really buying these games you know but the fact that you know like it brought an interest back to this franchise and then this game is like doing the best that has ever done like launch window wise to the point that if this is not the highest selling metroid game by all said and done i'd be yeah. really shocked well the main thing that i hope is that now it's put the the franchise and the team and everyone on it in the right direction yeah and like i'd be shocked if there's not a seat like a pre-production like if the, the sequel to this is not in pre-production at this point yeah or something right yeah something in the line i'd be cool with whatever um so it's one of those things like okay we're in the right direction we've reestablished a lot we've polished everything up they know what they know what to do they know what they're going for uh the main thing is that dread had been an idea for a very long time so it had yeah. many times to be edited over. Yes. So now they're going to be going in with like a new idea. And I, 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 I can't imagine the stress with that. Like, I, I'm not envious whatsoever of whatever no. they're going to be working on. And especially the team who has to do Metroid Prime 4 now, like now, be like retro. Because now oh, yeah. it's kind of brings a whole new unexpected burden to the franchise of like, 
we all predicted Metroid Prime 4 to be the grand return of the like the Metroid series, but unfortunately that game has had such a rocky development that we need to like Yeah, but Prime's always been like so different. Like it's that's always true. Had such, like, I, I know people that like they don't like playing the 2D Metroid, but they love Prime because it's it's more of a shooter. That's true. And vice versa. I know people that don't like Prime I think, because they don't like shooters. I mean, I think that's why I got more into the Prime series more growing up, just because those kind of games spoke to me more. Even though, like, it's it, it's a first-person shooter in oh, yeah, skin. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah, really Prime, a first-person shooter. big FPS man. Yeah, as, as we know. Yeah. You're fucking Halos now. I know, my Duke Nukem's Forevers, you know. I, I picked the gems. You did not play that on stream. No. I did God. not. No, I got requests. I was about to say, I'm like, no, you could not get away with that. Oh, no. I, I have requests to do it. I'm like, no. Not just because, like, I don't want to play it. I know where this game goes at points, and I do not want to fucking touch that with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't think you could even get away with that on Twitch. Oh, no, yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't, I don't you'd think. Have, you'd have to go to somewhere else. <laughs> that one ain't allowed there. Also, I don't want to uh, support uh, Randy Greasy. Uh, fuck, uh, fuck the uh, Pitchford. Pitchford. Yeah, I don't want to uh, acknowledge him because. Uh, I mean, fuck him. He didn't really work on that game. I, I know he, he published it like slightly, but yeah, like, but he ha it has his grease on it, you know, and um, we just I don't, you know, well, not even just that. I just don't want to play it, anyways. But like. It, yeah, exactly. Like it's just, it brings me excitement to what the future of Metroid holds, and I hope Nintendo really jumps on this and not just you know let this kind of be a one time done. Like, let the 3D and 2D series exist simultaneously, which I think Nintendo has had a very hard time doing. Not even with Metroid, just with their whole fucking franchises. Like for a while. Like, new Super Mario Brothers was kind of the only Mario games we will get. Yeah, we got 3D World, but that was after kind of the new Super Mario Brothers series kind of started to finally fade away, you know? Um, and I do think you can have those two g g games come out around the same time frame because they're, they speak to different audiences. Also, they're completely different, like, yeah, audience and demographics and just, like, different games in general. Granted, don't release I mean, they, them at the same time, but, you know, one year we get a 2D version, next year we get a 3D or something like that. I mean, they are they are starting to outsource more and more of their um, development for smaller yes, titles. that's true. I mean, the fact that they allowed for the Crypt of the Necro Dancer devs to actually do a... Now, this is a completely different thing, but, like, doing actually a Zelda-style, Zelda-inspired um, rhythm version. So it's like... They are now starting to kind of go through and do like some different stuff. Um, Zelda makes the most sense because they've always had a Zelda game around, and it's and gone through the, so many different things. That's like, go and ahead. that one's probably the best example of like them actually supporting the 2D and the 3D at, around the same time. Because I mean, that know. one's also like very different. It's not like a 2D Zelda. Like we haven't seen what, what was the what Link's Awakening remake. Yeah, yeah, Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. So, yeah, they, they've they've balanced it a bit. Mario's always been weird, but yeah. Mario's also Mario has a million different spinoffs, so it's it's impossible to count. And again, I I I can also have the I can also get into the argument of like people like complain about like Sonic having so many different like formulas. When I'm like, no one really talks about the Mario franchise with 2D and 3D as much, um, and especially with 2D, where like you know the new Super Mario Bros. here. But I digress. 
But yeah, like what I was kind of going with this is like I want them to continue making 2D Metroids, and I hope it's this team, you know, continuing on the shepherding of the series because like damn way to make a re-entrance man like this game it's one of my favorite games of 2021 like bar oh, no question bar, bar no, and not even just that i think it's just one of my favorite titles on the switch like it is such a damn good game like and i'm glad that it's getting all the success that it needed you know it's getting because it, it's all deserved and it's just it's nice to have a franchise like metroid where, you know, it always has been appreciated, but never, I feel like, this celebrated. It's never it's never had the financial success, widespread financial success, as many of the others. Mm-hmm. That's that's just it. It is It has never cracked the same level of mass culture in terms of, in terms of, like, it, its popularity. And that's just it. And it... Finally, I I don't know if it was, this was just the right time, right place, um, right team, right idea. Everything just came together, and, and like sometimes it just needs that. Yeah, it, it, I, weirdly enough, I think it slowly became that way. You know, like I think it slowly became the right team. You know, like with Me- Mercury Storm kind of having their first attempt with uh, Metroid: Samus Returns, and you know, and kind of having Dread being cooked in the oven for so long as it did, and like makes sense that they can kind of like which help. usually isn't a good thing that something gets cooked in the I, oven for that long Ooh, i know and that's what's weird granted i think because it's like it's been cooked and then but backed away and then it's i think the a new kim and i i i feel like it yeah normally it does not end well but i think this came with the exception because i think it was just mm-hmm. right um i, I cannot because you can't really explain it whole game yeah god but i Please. i just this game is is, is is that plot is canon by the way oh god it is god damn it i think it's been a while <laughs> uh, all i the official timeline all this i basically what i can try to say is like and before i we start winding down i do just want to say like could you as a person i know who have played the doom games and the doom uh, 2016 at least doom 2016 i don't know about doom eternal yes 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 <laughs> were you getting like some doom slayer vibes with samus this time around because i was kind of definitely kind of doing i'm like damn samus is like always samus was always been a badass but fuck me like i'm just like ready for like i mean part of me is just like man if they just went heavy metal with the soundtrack i would not be complaining right now <laughs> um I mean, that's uh, it's one of those things, at least for me, that's always been the personality for the character. That's true. Like going again, going all the way back to fusion, just like there's the there's the small moments of I know which moment you're you're thinking about. But to me, that's more in the moment than it is the overall character. And, and, exactly. And I also did make the um, joke of like when I, like when I was streaming, like in the elevators, like when you're ziplining to like that sequence and you just see her like in the elevator i'm just like making the joke and was like doom slayer samus oh, just yeah, contemplating totally. her thoughts about how she kills her next victim <laughs> it's really funny is that instead it's like this really long monologue <laughs> yeah probably going on in her head yeah yeah exactly well and also like could they're both silent silent mostly silent protagonists um yeah yeah i can't say that anymore yeah mostly silent they definitely I mean, yeah she has been silent since fusion <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this one, they didn't talk. She always thought it out. (laughs) Yeah. And even, like, Doom Eternal, which I haven't fully played, but I know, like, the Doom Slayer talks, and I'm kind of... It's, okay. 
it's 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 not the the one time he does is not is not even a talk it's more like a grunt that somewhat resembles a word. Yeah, I don't want to get into that here. Um, but yeah, but it, I, out of all the things in like the the DLC, which I will call, uh, I haven't played a DLC yet. Oh, it's in the DLC. Okay, that's what that is. It, it's in the DLC, and it, it it is it is the most like okay, if you're gonna do it at any moment, any mo and it's literally a single word. I, I do know what it because I've been I saw the clip like you know I've been spoiled with that but anyway. oh yeah but I think why I probably brought it because because I I have recently just played the Doom like Doom twenty sixteen and uh, a little bit of Doom Eternal and I it's just I I feel like why because it's just like Doom Slayer and uh, Samus Aran have a lot more in common than I feel I mean like. that's it is the line of the it is the the video game Space Marines of Samus then it goes. Uh, it goes Samus, then Doom Guy, then uh, John. Uh, I'm just gonna call him John Halo, yeah. Mr. Master Chief. I literally just played Halo Infinite, and like John, I can never pronounce his last name. Granted, the story is not uh, why one, three, I four. would say I like Halo Infinite for. I love Halo Infinite, but the story is. Um, I'll get into that a little bit later, um, at a later episode. But no, like. Yeah, but yeah, it's like the Space Marines and stuff like that. Maybe it's just me, but damn, like, but also like Samus is like super just kick ass in this game. Like, I just had to say that. Like, fuck. If anyone said, oh, it's just like, oh, me woman and stuff. Like, man, they really just like, hey, fuck. Um, Samus is a bad bitch, and um, goddamn, I just, I, I'm glad this character exists. That's all I'm just this, saying. This character is just a badass. That is the definition of the character. Congratulations. Yeah, like, I'm just it's glad. Like, I just wanted to say that. My favorite thing is just the fact that most of the time when she's running away from the Emmy, the, the feeling is not, I'm afraid of this. The feeling is, I know I can't shoot you. I'll be Yeah, back. it's like, oh shit, I don't have the right resources yet, but, but give me time. Like, it's like, you know when you see somebody and like, they give that like uh, uh, fingers to the eyes, like looking at somebody, like I'm watching you. That's how I feel the entire time. It's like, no, 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 I'm going to be back, and I'm going to murder you. That's what's going to happen. But <laughs> exactly. just as of right now, I don't have the resources. Yeah, exactly. I just wanted to just say, like, Samus Aran might just all-around badass here. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know anything else more. Like, we're already kind of a little at the... That's the, that's the issue. Is this, this entire episode is wheel spinning. It's just us going, man, this game's fucking good. Oh, I mean, shit, that, this game's fucking good. It really is. Like, it, 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 I mean closing thoughts on it like really yeah is this that good like does it really push the wheel not really but i don't think it really needs to it does enough new that it freshes up the formula and it's just a read just such a well-defined version of what made this why the series is you know so loved by a very small but you know passionate fan base and finally getting the love that it has to the point that I'm glad this is on a lot of people's best of 2021 list. If not even being the game of the year to some, like I know some have gave it to Metroid Dread and I think it deserves all the success because it is a phenomenal game that I think, even if you're new- we would literally just become the parody of every, like every podcast. It's two, it's it's just two dudes sitting around. I, I going, Oh man, like just praising with like no actual criticisms. I mean, I, I mean, and we, I feel like we even tried to, but it's like, I could even go say, like, I don't think it's the game's fault. Like, I don't even think it does really a bad job. But, like, it's just, 
like yeah it just doesn't push the wheel on like uh, enough you know like to, like oh like what does it do like outside of like small power-ups and stuff like that uh, maybe personally i'm not crazy about the osc even though i like it but i'm also comparing it off of like you know other p previous pieces that wasn't even from the original game like game it's more remixes and things of that yeah. nature and like yeah the game's hard as fuck but i feel like it's not artificially hard or like just trying like you know oh like it's the the game it i died because of the game no like i every death i feel for the most part was my own and the checkpoints were very forgiving to the point that i can learn the cycle or the like the patterns very well you know very, very you know like pick them up after multiple attempts which i've always been the metroid games like it's not just metroid dread this yeah, always that's been the genre yeah that's just the genre like yeah like it, i i mean yeah it's just two dudes talking about like dick sucking this game but like it deserves it it is such like i wanted to do an episode because i wanted to talk about it in more in depth because this is a game that honestly had made me a fully a metroid person i always admire i always was a metroid admirer from a distance but this is a game i could say i am now see, a metroid fan see there we go there we go now we get to now we get to the point of the subject which is this is what turned you over into the franchise. Yes, this, this is, is what made you go, okay, I can get into the... And so now, may I ask the question? Yes. Would this be the thing that would lead you into trying more Metroidvanias? Well, would I always... Oh, yeah. I probably would definitely do more Metroid. I mean, I always have played Metroidvanias, but they never were my go-to. And I'm definitely probably more open door to it. I mean, I still need to fully beat Hollow Knight. And that's definitely going to happen probably that's this gonna year. That's going to take forever, man. Yeah, or at <laughs> least get... With, uh, whenever Silk Song actually. Yeah, helps. which, God, everyone makes a joke on like, where's Silk Song? Where's Silk Song? And I'm just uh, like the first... Oh, they're taking their time. Yeah, uh, I, one, I yeah. Recommend. Yeah, one, I... game developers, take take all the time you need. Don't don't listen to impatient fuckboys. We understand games take a while. Uh, I would highly recommend if, if you are looking for... Um, this is a lot, uh, it doesn't have, like, the Emmy elements or anything, because, obviously, this, this is more, it's a bit more, it's very interesting, um, and you can tell that this is a game made by, like, one dude. <laughs> um, like, you know when you can feel the game is just one, one person's craziness? Uh, I mean, I, I even kind of figured out with Stardew Valley, like, I, you can, I'm like, I just respect the fuck that this uh, person. I highly recommend the game Iconoclasts, Ooh. um. It is like the word iconoclast, but just an S at the end. Okay. Um, it is, it's surprisingly, I remember, I played that like a few years ago. Um, it surprisingly became like one of my favorite little, it's probably the closest to like a Metroid style Metroidvania where it's a bit more linear compared to like some of the more open, like, oh, you can kind of go here. You can kind of go here. Yeah. You can kind of go here. There's, it's very much like okay here 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 it's got a very fun little art style music's great um has some fun little twists and turns <laughs> i i would definitely check it out like this i is think coming from me so, <laughs> so yeah they're definitely gonna be out there <laughs> they're definitely gonna be out there uh, but once I, again, as I said, my my games of the year, I think last year we were Pathologic Two and Thirteen Sentinels, <laughs> which I'm glad is coming to the Switch because I'm I am planning hey, on I am planning yeah, on playing yeah. Thirteen Sentinels because oh, you're not just the only person who had prayed the fuck out of that game that I respect their opinions on. I know a lot of people and I'm like, okay, I need to go around to this game. I yeah. need to get I need to at least check out this game. 
It was one of the few moments I sat there when, how the fuck did this not win best narrative? Oh, y'all didn't actually play through the full thing. Yeah, that <laughs> like, makes Because if you sit there, you're going, like, I'm watching, like, 13-plus plot lines happening at the same time. How the hell did you balance this? Yeah, it's... I, I do want to play... But, no, like, to answer... You know, fully answer your question, yes, this has now made me from a Metroid... Not even just a Metroid uh, admirer, uh, Metroidvania admirer, to now a fan of this genre. Like, it is that stepping stone, that break, like, you know, that breaking, that pushing the barrier moment where I'm like, I now want more of these games in my life because now yeah. I get why they're so great. And, and, and as a as a nice little cliffhanger, I have another Metroidvania on my top 10 list, but I will not reveal it as of right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, y'all are y'all are hearing this us recording this because uh, originally we were gonna do the best of twenty twenty one episode first, but uh, unfortunately, uh, one of our other one of the other guest hosts I was gonna have unfortunately got sick, so we decided I took this opportunity. I'm like, hey, I had Metroid Dread back in my back burner. Do you mind if we just record that here today? Yeah. Since we said, uh, don't today. worry, don't worry, y'all. In the top ten list, I'll have a little bit more insight on yeah. on uh, and I won't just be like mindlessly play, praising everything on yeah. the next one because. That's some and, weird picks in there. Yeah, and this also probably helps because, uh, spoiler alert, Metroid Dread does make my uh, top 10 uh, list of best of 2021, but we can just oh, yeah. kind of... Both of us have it in our top five. Yeah, so. like, yeah. that that, And I don't even feel like that's a spoiler as more as, like, if you listen to this episode, it's like, yeah, you that it's makes sense. It's just a solid overall game. It's just yeah. one of those things. It's, it's just like, okay, what are you supposed to say? It's just a solid overall game. Everything's designed incredibly well. Everything's well polished. That's just it. It's 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 a back it's a ba it's 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 the queen it's coming back. It's a testament to good design. Yeah, it's a testament to knowing your resources, not going super crazy, not going just so outside, and just making everything about it just work well. That's it. <laughs> like that's 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 what I have to say about it. It's just like it's a testament to just really good polish and design. And sometimes that's sometimes that's all game needs to be. Yeah, that's all you need to do sometimes. I mean, and granted, I'm glad that, you know, we're able to do this now because now when we do it, like, we get to the Metroid Drive, we can kind of not talk about it as much because we're like, we literally have a whole episode about it. <laughs> I can sit there and go like, oh, okay, well, if you just want to hear us, like, suck its dick for, you know, five hours, just go back to this episode and you can just hear me go, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, that, that's literally what this is. I'm actually just going to name it Metroid Drive. <laughs> Anyways, Alex, thank you so much for stopping by. This was a lot of fun. I'm glad we were able. I was able to do this here uh, with y'all. I'm glad we were able to make this work out. Is there uh, anything you want to plug before we start uh, winding down for the uh, the episode where people can find you? Uh, all that good stuff here. Uh, I'm I'm currently I I am on Twitter as hit harder hit dash harder. I am on. Uh, Spotify as hit dash harder. You you can just look that stuff up. Uh, I I I do audio and music stuff and work on games. So I'm not gonna promote. <laughs> I always feel weird if I ever promote any of my own work because I'm like, ah, oh, that sounds weird. Uh, I, I get some, that. I'm I have been... some covers coming out. I I worked with uh, my girlfriend uh, Tyler Ganelli. We've put out some covers. They've been mostly on his Spotify. Um, uh, uh, which you can just look up Tyler Ganelli. Um, he does a lot of great orchestral work. We've, uh, we've been doing some like orchestral electronic stuff. We have a few coming out soon. We'll be releasing a cover because we already released it on YouTube, if I'm correct, but we're going to be releasing on Spotify soon um, of a cover of, I, I just forgot the name. It is the, 
Oh god, I just forgot. You know, um, because we had the po recent Pokemon re-releases. Yeah, I'm Diamond totally and Pearl. Why did I just forget the name of her? Oh, I I feel so bad. Uh, but uh, we did some Pokemon covers for that, and uh, we will. <laughs> we have one in the works. I'm not gonna say what it is, <laughs> but it's really dumb. Hey. It, it started as most of these start as jokes. Of like, all right, what can we do? Uh, and that one's incredibly stupid. We will see uh, how that turns out and if it even gets released. And then I have, I have some personal stuff in the works, and hopefully it will be out uh, early 2022. Um, and I can say a little bit more about that maybe maybe next time. But we'll uh, uh, we'll, we'll have an EP hopefully hopefully in in the works to re uh, to release at that point. What? Actual personal music for myself. So an ungodly idea. So basically, if you're curious and just want more of these adventures, definitely follow uh, our good friend Alex on the socials here, because I'm pretty sure you will update that and all the good stuff. Oh, it's all there. terrible. You'll hate it. Uh, <laughs> Unless I'm, you want to hear a really stupid version of Kirby's Green Greens. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, oh, have you, did you? Yeah, it's that cover is by far the most cursed thing I've made. Eh, trust me, it's not the worst thing I've ever heard. You're 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 all right, my friend. Oh, it's it's pretty cursed though. Oh my the God. trap remix part is where I started thinking maybe this is a bad idea. <laughs> oh my God. Anyways, Alex is always a pleasure. And if you guys are wanting to follow me here, um, uh, um, I am on my socials of uh, uh, T uh, under uh, underscore Roy Jenkins 30 for pretty much most of my social media. Uh, if not, it's just T underscore Roy Jenkins here. Um, I also am on Twitch. I stream on Twitch here. Uh, as of this, hopefully when this episode uploads, I will be currently going through uh, our Sly Cooper playthroughs. I'll be playing through Sly Cooper 1, 2, and 3 on my PS3, which I have never played the games, but I've been very oh, excited. I'm very excited to play because I've been wanting to play these games for a while. And um, they're definitely episode, games I'm uh, hopefully we'll be able to talk about on the podcast here very shortly here. Um, once we get to do through that and we also do community night uh we do them on thursdays uh i do every sunday a sega sonic sunday where i play through a sonic game or a sega game here we've been currently going through yakuza like a dragon which i've been really enjoying we're trying to trying to wrap that up so i can move on to other uh other uh prospects i guess but uh, i love that game a lot and yeah thank you Alex. So, so now that uh is with community uh with your community game so when are you gonna do uh blaze blue central fiction now that it has uh, never <laughs> never not because i not want to is this because i don't know who would fucking play that with me <laughs> i would i mean so it's okay. only on pc though that's the, that's the thing yeah that's the yeah PC. i'm kind of i'm kind of forced to switch in uh xbox until i'm able and you know getting maybe part. someday maybe someday they'll add that update to the other systems hopefully so 2023 uh, uh 2030 here but <laughs> anywho but yeah i stream i try to tend to stream at least um wednesday through sunday um but however that's kind of up in the air because just something's going on but uh, either way i mostly do stream uh in the afternoons uh early evenings um so come on through if you guys like the con if you somehow stumble upon this but not on twitch i don't know uh, if you like all this, just a dumb guy talking about games, uh, come on through. It's a good time. It's a good time here. But uh, Alex, again, thank you for talking Metroid Dread with me. This was a lot of fun, and I'm no glad problem. that 
um, my first episode back from a little hiatus. Um, might have not been what they originally planned, but honestly, this was getting the, getting the rust off, trying to trying to get back into the groove. <laughs> it, yeah, getting back into the groove. But I I honestly like that it was with you and with this game that we both love very dearly here. Um, yeah. So that's all I can say. But y'all, until next time here, please you know get vaccinated if you can. Take care of each other. <laughs> Wash your hands. Don't be a dick to anyone. I found it easier to get to get my uh, uh vaccine when I went to go see my parents. Oh <laughs> my god! They're trying to get it where I live. That was the funniest thing, which was just like trying to find it anywhere for weeks, couldn't find it. <laughs> Fly back to go see my parents. Easiest fucking timing ever. Ah man, what? Just just take care of yourself, y'all. Just don't be a dick. Be Stay good. Safe. Yeah, be safe. And thank you very much. And have a great rest of your day, y'all. Take it easy. Happy New Year. Happy New Yeah, Happy New Year, because we will probably be, yeah, all that good stuff here. Let's 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 end it. Let me play the outro music here. Take it easy, y'all. See you next time. Yeah.